Hi, welcome to yet another episode of Be the Change. Be the Change is for people like you who want to bring some change in their personal and professional lives to grow. In this series so far, we discussed about various aspects of an organizational culture and why it needs to change today more than any time before. Yesterday, we carried out our discussion why there is a compelling reason for every organization to develop their employees as responsible working partners of the organization. We went through a couple of case studies and research findings on the benefits of engaging workers in the running of the organization by meeting their social and emotional needs. We also discussed about why the organization must give more attention to lead the workers and the organization itself instead of trying to manage it. Today, we will discuss about how to train those from the current management to lead the organization. Today's discussion will be based on Colin Price and Scott Collar's research findings from over 700 companies. Colin Price often asks business leaders three simple questions. What are their companies? 10 most exciting value creation opportunities. Who are their 10 best people? How many of their 10 best people are working on their 10 most exciting opportunities? In a rough and ready exercise, to be sure. But the answer to the last question, typically no more than six, is usually expressed with ill-distinguished frustration that demonstrates how difficult it is for senior executives to achieve organizational alignment. In their book, Beyond Performance, the authors Colin Price and Scott Keller have concluded that the most successful organizations over the long term consistently focus on enabling things that is leadership, purpose, employee motivation, etc., whose immediate benefits aren't always clear. These healthy organizations, as they call them, are internally aligned around a clear vision and strategy, can execute to a high quality thanks to strong capabilities, management processes, and employee motivation and they renew these themselves more effectively than their rivals do. In short, health today drives performance tomorrow. I mostly agree with Colin's observation that those organizations which simultaneously control and empower their employees are more likely to succeed while going in for the change the organization must also 
factor to accept failures as an integral part of the change management process. Basically, these are what the leaders must keep in mind while going in for organizational change. There is such a story of a global technology company employing over 100,000 employees and was looking at a $2 billion unmanageable contract to a successful company once again through an innovating leadership style where 600 leaders were identified in an import to move around different segments of the organization with a mandate to shake things up. Meanwhile, the company's purpose, vision, mission, and values were all rewritten and drilled into leaders. Its signature process, five core ones where it aspired to be truly differentiated, were fundamentally reimagined. And evaluation and inward mechanism were dramatically tightened to reverse stars and actively managed people who seemed to be struggling. As the company added greater degree of empowerment to the stricter controls, its performance improved. Sales are growing again and fresh energy is palpable throughout the organization. So, what are your takeaways from this podcast today? What did you learn from it? And how are you going to affect the leadership change at the top? How do you think that the management will really stop from their constrained view of managing things to leading the organization to greater heights. Put your thinking hat on. Be ready for tomorrow, same time, same place. Be the change. Be the change is for people like you who want to bring some change in their personal and professional life to grow. So bye for now. Have a good day.